This week on Log It, we have everybody, Angelo, Andy, Ian, and Caleb. We are talking the Mayorowitz stories with a bunch of other people. It's appropriate to have a big group of people for this movie. Ian, Angelo, I already introduced everybody. How's it going, you guys? What's up? Hi, guys. I'm good. Glad to be back. Yeah, this is fun. We have everybody. The whole gang. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Finally happened. We're going to be talking the Mayorowitz stories. This is the second movie we've done uh, by this director, right? And he also is very relevant right now because of the Barbie phenomenon happening. He co-wrote that movie, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. With Greta Gerwig. He's so, winning right now. Uh, this is fun, and some, he's yeah. very much winning. Yeah. He's winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, is he going to be the head of the board game universe? Are they going to run it in Greta? <laughs> they might be doing Clue. For real, actually, I mean, really? Clue, I mean that wait, what is this board game universe <laughs> you're talking Clue about? Is, um, is that a thing? <laughs> I'm not totally sure, but I think so. Actually, I think they're talking about all the Mattel properties they want to do. No or like, way! Like, um, Whoa! After that was a big hit. I'm, that's what I've heard. I don't actually know, and I don't I would, care. But <laughs> what do you mean you don't care? <laughs> I'd be interested in that. Like. Uh, what other board game movies would you want to see? Ooh, Monopoly, the big one. Oh, you know, they, they're, can, there's so much to do there. And then also, you know, there's like a million Monopolies. So like, you know, throwing in like, a, I don't know, characters from random or whatever. I don't know. You could totally do the Monopoly expanded. <laughs> what was that rat too? one? Star Wars Monopoly. There's a rat one. Rat, rat, rat trap. Mousetrap? Or mice tra- mousetrap? Yeah. Mousetrap. Yeah. Oh, Mousetrap was a fun yeah. game. That was yeah, a good there's, game. There's yeah, plenty of options, that. Caleb. Don't don't knock it yet. No, I mean, hey, dude. I mean, if you have a vision, <laughs> broken, if, you, if you have a dream, if you see it, I believe it. Okay, I did have a question, but I've I've totally uh, backtracked, Andy. I want you Uh-oh. to do your question. All right. So I was going to ask, how far back can you remember what was the first movie you saw in the theaters? Nice. Um, I I can go first so that you can think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to look at I have to look at when movies came out. (laughs) So mine, (laughs) I was trying. I was thinking about this in the shower. I was like, was it this one or this one? So it has to be 1998. So I was eight years old, and it was either I have to see which one came out first, but it was either Blade or Whoa. Bugs Life. Daywalker. But but you know what? I'm, I'm going to say Bugs Life because Blade, mm. I was so young that as soon, I don't know if you remember it, but like one of the first fight scenes was when, you know, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes like slices and then they like disintegrate into ashes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I remember that first scene. I was like, I got so scared. And my dad was like, do you want to leave? I'm like, yes. You know, like I couldn't <laughs> handle it. So <laughs> it, it looks real. Yeah, it was that. But and then I remember I remember uh, A Bug's Life being such a big deal. And uh, I, I'm underrated. Oh, mm-hmm. you think so? I feel like it's everyone. I thought I thought it was on top. Maybe I not. feel like it's a forgotten. Sorry, Andy. Go oh, man, I don't know. But I, I went. My parents took me to go see that at the uh, the theater in in downtown. What is it called? Something with a P. The uh, the Pantasia. Pan- Pantasia. No. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. it. 
and then they had because it was the premiere uh next or, door mm. next door they had like a full like like walk through scenery like if you were in the bug's life and like wow. just kids were playing around everywhere and i remember my parents thinking like they're just trying to be good parents they're like you want to go play and i'm like mm, not really you know <laughs> <laughs> i was never like an active kid but I, yeah, I, I think that one, that's as far as back as I can remember with a movie theater experience. Bugs Life is a good one. That was a good one. That yeah. Is a good yeah. one. Blade is a hardcore one, though. So yeah. you should say Blade. I wish I, I, wish I was able to sit yeah, through Blades. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you can't really say, huh? You said yeah. you can say you saw part of it. Yeah. SNDF. Yeah. SBNF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I have mine. So, and, and mine's quick, and this is a crazy one. I was trying to find something mm. else because I was convinced this couldn't be it. It explains a lot. Mars Attacks, 1996. Wow. Oh, nice. At least when I can remember. That's and it good. made a major imprint because forever I was scared in theaters of the Mars Attacks aliens running in and shooting people in the chairs. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're always busting into rooms and just zapping people yeah. Yeah. in that movie. Okay, okay, okay. Like, Every like for years, I remember being in movie theaters and being um, scared of those aliens. Right, yeah, you were in. triggered by the giant buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a, I Getting can't. I was, put on a dog. I thought it was like ninety nine, but that was ninety six, and mm. I definitely saw Whoa, it. Whoa, dude! So. Yeah, nice. So, that's that mine. That's a good one, and I still love that movie. I still rewatch that all the time. I need to rewatch that one. Mine's Jumanji. Sick. Nineteen ninety five. Ninety five. You remember like, that? That's the thing, because I, I remember the beginning. I remember sitting in the movie theater, and the beginning of the movie is when they find the board game. I think I remember the scene where it's like raining. I haven't seen the movie forever. You know, you, I might remember this in theaters too. So that's earlier yeah. than Mars Attacks. And I can, I'm yeah, having like, mem- yeah. now that you're saying it, I might be just faking it, but who knows? Memory. I saw in theaters as well. Okay, good. It yeah. was scary. I Jumanji. thought it was scary. Like, was, it was very <laughs> terrifying. He turns into that's a you. monkey, dude. I was like three or dude, four when that horrible, came out. Yeah, horrible. Was, horrible. It was terrifying. <laughs> that is like the first movie I remember, but the entire like movie going experience would be Tarzan in 99. Oh, I remember going to the El Capitan oh, nice, to see Tarzan. Nice. Good year so for fun. movies. Great That's year for great, movies. Yeah, great so I've heard. I don't remember seeing the Star Wars movies though, which were also in 99 or uh, oh, Phantom Menace. Seven? I don't what, remember that. What year was the first one? 99. Oh. Oh yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah. No, I was, yeah. I was into all those. All right, last but not least, Angelo, earliest movie theater memory. You know, I was I was struggling for a minute. I think <laughs> I think my first memory's got to be Toy Story '95, oh, another Pixar one, wow. as you mentioned with Bugs Life, which I also saw. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I just remember just being like three. I thought, yeah, you remember being three. present. <laughs> or being present and just like you know being blown away by this kind of I've never seen that kind of animation like as most people haven't at right, the time. Right, it was the first of its kind. Yeah, right? yeah. Do you remember any any particular like I, I always think of like the sandbox scene just yeah. scarring so me for life. Scary. That one did too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the moments. Everything with the yeah. Sid house like was true. You're like, no, not, not another Sid scene. <laughs> Get out <laughs> of <there>. <laughs> <laughs> That's but a good yeah. one. Wow, so so much uh, Pixar influence because I I honestly can remember Bugs Life, uh, mm. maybe Toy Story, but it's hard to know because I just watch those so much in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was what I was having trouble with. Is like I can like I know I've seen these movies, but I don't have a memory of being in the theater yeah. and watching it. A Bugs Life is as far as back I can go. It's like I actually oh. remember sitting and watching that. 
you know we should have saved the stubs man it would have helped the with the, i wish i did too you know well at the time you know <laughs> my parents held on to the stubs i didn't i know, you know? yeah now what we gotta go through our emails I, me- I meant to say i uploaded a bunch of my old stubs finally i saw Caleb. it was Amazing. very satisfying oh, yeah, yeah. and Bill, i That's was trying awesome. to log the prices like i'm a movie theater historian i'm helping yeah. the cause i remember <laughs> when movies were six dollars yeah <laughs> literally but um but it was fun i i hope i have more mm, we'll, yeah. we'll see definitely that there's like that high school era of all the midnight screenings too oh yeah so many good ones dude yeah dude teenagers <sighs> live lantern that's like the teenagers super bowl <laughs> just like oh, for sure. watching the mid the first screening you know please I mean, please in- can i go can you take me <laughs> If there was like any midnight release, I yeah. feel like that you were just like semi excited for. Yeah. You'd still be like, yeah, you were you were the Thursday, cool kid. Uh-huh. If you, yeah. you come to school, you're coming to yeah, school all tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm, like uh, fourth. Uh, going to midnight with my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> what are you seeing? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to give a bad. <laughs> <laughs> that Snow White one was really bad. I remember Huntsman. that. You guys saw yeah, that been shockingly bad when I was still just watching everything. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, we didn't really have any um, no restrictions, huh? We kind of just went to go see whatever was coming up. Well, and, and back, I don't know if you guys ever did the movie pass thing, but I did movie pass for mm-hmm. a couple of years. So it was literally just like every weekend. I'm like, all right, what's new, baby? And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. I miss movie pass. I was a Stubbs member, Stubbs. whatever that, I don't know what that means. But I have mm. I still have the, the AMC stubs. Nice. Yeah, it doesn't work, but I have it. <laughs> Keep it. I know. I just may though they might bring it back. You, you know? never know. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, cool. Let's get on to last four. Then I believe Andy want to kick that off. Sure. All right. So we're going in the order of first last latest one that i saw so i watched um 1989's the year that i was born steel magnolias whoa yeah first time so good i loved it i really loved it um julia roberts sally field love both of them so much is that the one where Julie Roberts gets really sick, right? Yeah, very sick. Oh, that's a tough yeah, movie. I remember dude. that one. Yeah, loved it. Next, I saw 1999's, another 99 movie, uh, Election. Oh, oh so good. Yeah. Dude, ne- never seen that before either. W- way, oh, better than I, love it? way better than I thought it would be. Uh, Watched that with my mom. <laughs> In the theaters, midnight showing? No, not no. I did not see it when I was eight. I think I saw it when I was a teenager. But um, yeah, watch that one with my mom. Uh, I would f- not recommend. I forgot about that awkwardness, like watching, still being young and watching something strange with that your. That could be parents. a good question to focus on. Yes, awkward movies. Yeah, we might need yeah. to save that. Um, then it was the Super Mario Bros. movie, the new one, came out this year. Uh, not too bad. Yahoo! Sorry. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> um, and then the last time we talked, I said I, I was meaning to watch a Pee Wee movie, and then I watched. So mm. I watched uh, 1988's Big Top Pee Wee. 
No, I, oh, I don't think I saw oh. that one. I've never seen that's not I, the big one, is it? That yeah, the the most popular one is uh Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I think yeah, this mm-hmm. one might have been Tim Burton's. Oh, Tim Burton did that one? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't yeah. know. It's like his first feature. No or way. I think, it, I think it's his first feature film. Um, let me see here which one came first. Sure. I, I want to say this one did. Let's see. Pee-wee's Big Adventure was 1985, so that one was the first one. But Big Top Pee-wee was good. It wasn't obviously it wasn't as good as uh, Big Adventure, but it was still good. It was good. Mm. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. And that's it right there. That's four. Watch list. Awesome. Angela, you wanna go next? Sure. I will go next. Uh, I know I think in your last episode you, you talked about like short films and TV shows Uh-oh. if you really count those. But these are popping up my four, so I gotta say some of these. I love it, Angela. <laughs> Stick to your guns. Yeah, <laughs> those don't count, don't say them. Just so I shouldn't say short film or something cut his mic. Cut his mic. All right, so let me start from the earliest. So I saw a short film from the Buster Keaton collection called His Wedding Night from 1917 from the Criterion Channel. And then I saw a movie called Woman in the Dunes from 1964. And then the next thing I saw was this this little show called Secret Invasion on Disney+. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing I saw was uh, the film we're going to talk about today, the Myrowitz stories. Real quick, Angel, how do you pick what movie you're going to watch? What is your, what is, like, do you have a long list? I kind of just go with what I'm feeling in the moment sometimes when I get home, like, what, what I want to yeah. put on and and what I want to educate myself, like, because I have a, my, access to my friend's Criterion channel and it's been, like, a lot of Always. obscure things I've been finding yeah. and I'm like, nice. you know what, let's go back all the way to the early filmmaking. I just want to watch this 10-minute short of Buster Keaton and you know, like it. see how it is. Mm-hmm. Put in the background. Like it was a been a it's been a busy week for me, so I didn't really have mm. a chance to watch a lot or pick a few. So mm-hmm. these are just ones. It's kind of random. It was just like a random selection yeah. this week. And then Secret Invasion was just kind of a background show for me. Gotcha. I just, and I just want to see how bad it was because everybody is just like trying to <laughs> yeah, petition the show to be like non-canon in Marvel. So what was your personal verdict on the Secret Invasion? Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's not that great. I think it's. Yeah kind of a waste of time just by the, mm. the payoff it just didn't feel like it mm. added anything that like if i didn't watch that and if i see, watch the next avengers movie i feel like i won't be missing much right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's no connective tissue it's like <laughs> yeah like the biggest indictment to like a marvel thing is like no nah, it didn't have to be made <laughs> <laughs> which has been happening a lot yeah yeah i would say angela you said you use your friend's uh criterion subscription yeah, uh, I, uh, can we just give a special shout out to? I also like I have both family and friends. friends, family and friends that let me use their subscriptions because mm. I don't pay for a single one. Nice, nice. shout out to the yeah. password sharing, which <laughs> yeah, is, honestly, um, it's it's saving my life. <laughs> Not for long though. It's a way to go. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, Netflix. Yeah. Well, Netflix, and then I saw. Disney is also thinking about oh. password crackdown. I know. That's how I'm I've just been like, watching Disney Plus. It's a, it's a I'm disaster. not paying for it. But yeah, shout out to the password yeah. sharing. Thank you. We endorse really it. do appreciate it. Without you, there is no podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
what was true. the movie you, you mentioned, Angela, from like 1964, I think? Oh, Women of the Dunes. Yeah, what is that? It's a Japanese film by director Hiroshi Tashigaro. It was a, a Blu-ray that a friend lent to me, and he's it's, mm. it's like a two and a half hour movie. It's black and white. Oh, nice. I needed like a whole day to just like dissect this and just you know. So I watched mm. it on a Sunday morning. It was really good, really effective visuals, really uh, surreal. It's about a guy who cool. is like he, he collects bugs, and he's in the desert somewhere in Japan and there was like this sandstorm he's trying to find refuge and the only refuge he could find is this uh, little house that's in like this giant pit and he has to go take this like little mm. uh, he needs these guys help to like put him down there and you know he's pretty much stranded in a house with a woman for like a whole movie and he's just going crazy and cool. <laughs> yeah it's really interesting if uh, if you're into if you want to see something that's uh, a little more artistic mm. yeah I'll watch us that we need to also have a question on the etiquette of when someone lets you borrow something like a movie does that still happen like i can tell you how not to do it well angela just got given oh yeah yeah, and and a coworker of mine gave me a movie to watch and i have not watched it yet and it's been like gave gave or let you borrow let me borrow. He's like, Hey, I heard you like, uh, we're talking about this. Like we were talking about movies yeah. and he was like, Hey, you should watch this. And I'm like, great. It's like, a th- mm. it's, it's Nashville. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. I borrowed and that from a friend to watch too. And I never watched it. <laughs> it's three <laughs> hours joke. long. Oh. So that's like, that's like the yeah. biggest crutch. I'm, your so fr- I'm like, your friend should have known. Every time I see him, I'm like, I'm going to get to it, man. Don't <laughs> oh, worry. I hate that. You're just, <laughs> now you have that pressure always lingering. I think it, I know, I know. We'll see what happens. It's worth you the watch, watch, though. Every yeah. time you see each other now, you're like, I've oh, heard of great oh. things, Angela. I will watch it. I will watch it's it. But Robert I, know, Altman, I just, right? Robert Altman. Robert Altman. If you've seen Magnolia, Boogie Nights, you'll see a lot of the influences that PT yeah. drew from, especially that movie. There's a lot of Magnolia in Nashville. Uh, I went on vacation, so I didn't really w- watch that much. Mm. But right before I left, I was packing, and I just wanted something light and cheerful. So I watched Fantastic Mr. Fox, yes, the Wes Anderson, one. the first uh, animated movie. Really, really great. I haven't yeah. watched it in years, but it's so pleasant. That and one I is feel underrated. Like this is, I would say so. Yeah. It's definitely like it's this uh, the stop motion animation really suits. Mm-hmm. Wes's aesthetic I think of like everything he does especially yeah. now that he's leaning more into these like colorful the sets are extravagant and beautiful like this I don't know I, I love this movie and it was fantastic and then that was the only thing I watched but I went camping I bought a book mm. and so this is kind of movie adjacent mm. and I've been reading the Mel Brooks biography oh, oh. hell yeah so uh, I created a, a, a list of all the movies he's referenced in the book. So it's like 30 movies deep right now. And I'm like not even halfway through, but really good. He's, I love him. He's probably one of my favorite comedic directors. Blazing Saddles is like one of my favorite movies. Uh, Would recommend really good. And then also you created a list on letterbox of every reference. Yeah. So as I read and he mentions a movie, I just add it to the list. I got to check that out. And then finally, this is not a movie. Uh-oh. But season three <laughs> of of Only Murders in the Building is back on. Oh, nice. And if have you guys seen that show? 
I've been wanting to. I've been hearing nothing but great stuff. We're catching up on season two right now. You guys, it's the best. It's, so it's one of my it really favorite is. shows. It's got a crazy Martin cast. Sh- the cast is amazing, Angelo, but for me, it's really just Martin Short and Steve Martin together. They're That's like cool. truly oh, that, that legends. one. Yes, yes. Yeah. I would definitely yeah. recommend it. And Selena Gomez, who's also really great. Yeah, on she's great in it too. Odd, odd combo. Yeah, but the three of them well. actually, it works. they work so well, really, Caleb, yeah. yeah. If, if any of you guys have seen Pushing Daisies, which is kind of like a cult oh, okay. classic, it, it reminds me a lot of that kind of vibe where it's just very like whimsical and like fun. Um, uh, it's just a very nice show. Really, really good. And I think like the writing's good, but Caleb, I think like the the overall like mystery element and how they get there, like to, the finish line is fantastic. I always feel like they're going to drop the ball at some point. And they yeah. always land the plane. It's incredible. I would, I couldn't recommend it more. And it's just so funny. Best of both worlds, where you have the awesome like character hangout kind of feel, where you just really yes. like these people and want to be at the hotel. And then the opposite side, where the story does pay off though, and the mystery is fun. Better than um, so good. Better than Glass Onion. Nice. <laughs> it's probably it's like one of the best like uh, modern mystery like stories. I think so. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'm excited excited. for you to finish the season, Caleb, because season two is wacky. Yeah, I'll follow up once we get to season three. Yes, please. That's really fun. Was that the last one? And then Meyerowitz? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that was... Oh, yeah, and then the Meyerowitz stories, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, So I am up, and this is going to be a fun one. Again, I almost texted you guys right after because I was so excited, actually. So the last one I watched was a movie called Arizona. Is that Danny McBride? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. but it was it was fun, and I love Danny McBride. But it was it was fine. Honestly, probably wouldn't recommend it. It's basically like a horror really? movie where this guy's just chasing her down in an abandoned like housing complex. But it was cool and fine. After that, I watched Axel AXL. This was just like a dumb low budget sci fi <laughs> movie that I saw, and I just wanted to put some on. I didn't have to pay attention to, I've and I was kind of blown away how great it was. It's, it's very much like an early two thousands, like a kid finds like a, a magic pet or like a dog a that has dog, powers yeah. or like looking at this poster right now. It looks insane. The poster is, the poster is wild. <laughs> and it, it looks like it's going to be really bad. Special effects. <laughs> The special <laughs> effects were incredible. I, I was what actually year was like, this, Caleb? 2018. I was actually like, oh, okay, yeah, blown away by how realistic it was. And a lot of the scenes, I think they had like a full animatronic, like practical dog for stuff. Surprisingly good. If you if you just want like a dumb fun like movie, it's you know with the bully and the girl and all that stuff. It's a good one for that. After cool. that, I finished my Twilight Dawn saga or my Twilight wow. saga, Breaking Dawn Part Two. Very fun. I recommend that whole series if you just want to do like a fun binge, like um, you know, th- throwing tomatoes at the screen and laughing and having a great time. Mm. Is Tyler Lauder in that one? Yes, he is. Okay. I'll truly, watch it truly a, f- a good time though. Um, finally, I watched Asteroid City by our Ooh. boy Wes Anderson. Another the Wes Waku. Anderson. Uh-huh. Really, really surprised and and delighted and had a wonderful time watching okay. it. Right? And just okay. it's it did. So I had a really hard time with Brian Cranston's part of the movie where mm-hmm. he just keeps right. popping up, and I was like, okay, I don't need mm-hmm. Brian Cranston. The yep. voiceover would have been plenty. I get yeah. the idea. It was a kind of Twilight Zoney, but it was ultimately I don't. Brian Cranston and the meta of Brian Cranston's too annoying for me now too. Right? Have we all like, seen it already? I've seen it. Okay. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we've all. So it, then. Yeah. I, so I was enjoying it. 
I got a little tired of Scarlett Johansson and Jason Schwartzman's like back mm. and forth stuff, but mm. all the alien stuff and all the kids stuff, so, and like dude, yeah. the name game where they're just reciting names was like, yeah, f- yeah. it was really messing with my head in a fun way. Mm. And then when it gets to the end and it says, you can't wake up if you don't fall asleep, you can't wake up if you don't mm. fall asleep. I was tripping a little bit. I was genuinely, I got caught up in the storm at the end of the movie. And that ending was actually like, it was beautiful and like um, so genuinely weird and like Lynchian that it felt like it wasn't, it wasn't like trying to do something. Like it did feel like it was just inspired. It truly felt like no holds barred. He just went like, "Mm -hmm." yeah, yeah, truly. And mm-hmm. just like the, the the fact that like when he walks backstage and he's like yelling at the writer and like the meta of that and he's like mm. and they're making fun of like um, Jason Schwartzman's character having too many things like yeah. he's like you just have and like that felt like a, a like a self criticism of Wes Anderson acknowledging that maybe he's a little too much sometimes right and then when he's like what does the alien mean he's like well we think it's a metaphor and he's like for what <laughs> he's like we really haven't pinpointed it yet. And I was like, well, this feels like he like it reminded me a lot of eight and a half, which is like one of my all time favorite movies, because eight and a half mm. is about somebody trying to make a movie. And by the end of the actual movie, they've realized they have no idea what they're doing and kind of just given up. And this felt like that where he's like, you know what? Like, I, I, I I'm the weird like I know I'm a joke to every not yeah. to everybody, but I know there's like a big segment of the people that are just like sick of my shit. Mm-hmm. And this felt right. like a, almost like a response to that. Right. Leaning into it. Also, sorry. Just to um, one last thing about that movie, the soundtrack is incredible. I, I we listened to it while we we're driving up uh, to our campsite, and um, it's fantastic. It's really, really, really good. Was who did Underrated. this one? Was it um, Mark Mothersbaugh? It's, it was. I don't think it was actually. Oh, now crazy. that you say that, but I think I was more listening to the tracks that he kind of chose, like kind of like that fifties like skiffle rock kind of stuff. Yeah, but there's this song called that plays at the very beginning of the movie called Freight Train. Yes. Amazing. Another thing I really liked real quick, but it reminded me a lot of Nope and Oppenheimer. And I just thought it was really Mm. interesting that Mm. all these directors had this like desert, like aliens, like nuclear, like 50s, like uh, uh, like Hollywood kind of thing going on because they're it it made me think of Nope a lot. And then there's just like random mentions to the nuke in this, which made like Oppenheimer was just, you know, all, all very subtle, that. just well, in the background. I yeah. think, well, I don't know That's if so nope, nope was, but I'm, but both Oppenheimer and um, Asteroid City had some sort of influence by uh, uh, the pandemic on both of those directors. Mm. So it makes sense that they're, that you know, they sense. all kind of mingle in a little bit together. And I wouldn't you know. bet Nope somewhat was because Nope's about being like trapped on like a cottage, you well, know, I mean, on a but, branch, but you know, was kinda. Nope, I thought Nope was before the pandemic, though. I truly have no I'm so bad was at it timelines. 19? I couldn't tell you. I thought it was like 21. It might be, it might be like 2022. came out last summer. Oh, uh, nope. okay. So then it, it then for sure. Yeah. You're thinking of Us, Us came out 2019. I have... I have brain yeah. worms. <laughs> Ew. Dude, I thought that came out in high school. <laughs> I think that was the first movie I saw in theaters. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, that's awesome. No, I'm glad you liked it, Caleb. Great kid acting, too. You've given so me so much an- good acting. Those kids were the main kid was incredible. Yeah, the kids were fantastic. Really so right. You know, yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't like it, but I'm gonna give it oh another shot. 
That's so interesting. I'm glad uh, that not everybody agrees, yeah. truthfully. So well, what you did you want to watch it, it again? Kind of the Wes Anderson thing? No, no, or what, no, no. What didn't... Um, I, I'm also, I think I'm just... Uh, it, the the theme of like meta movies are just exhausting to me right now. Yeah. Because there's so many and it's like it, it, almost every movie is like has that subject. So I was like, no, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> like, How did you feel about... Oh, sorry. No, no go no, ahead. No. I was gonna say, how did you feel about? I know we're trying Spider-Man. to get off. This no, no, no. Movie. We actually have five minutes left of last okay. four. Oh, thank God. Our okay, original hold on, schedule. Hold on. So we're good. We're tell totally us. Good. How, well, how did you feel about the overall like storytelling thread, where it would go from like what it, it seemed like a play it to was, a TV to the movie to the bump to bump to bump? Did like that, I, un- th- like, I understand that like it had like an artistic like yeah feel to it, but it was just. I, I'm used to uh, Wes Anderson's movies just like not being that. Like, uh, like I, I, I don't need to put too much attention to it. Like, I thought I was just mm. gonna like breeze through this movie. I was like, oh no, I have to pay attention to this m- more than his other movies because there's, there's a lot of tracks going on. You know, a lot of train tracks. Mm-hmm. So you have to puzzle them all together to like figure out what's going on. That, right. but I mean, it was good. Like, I did like it, but I was like, oh, I was not ready for this. You know, I do feel uh, so maybe Andy, now that I now that I watch it now, I will be ready. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, because I, I feel like I felt the same way when I first watched it just a little bit. But then Caleb brought a good point because I wasn't sure at first about balancing from the play to the actual like story. I was also like, was like, where's this going? But he made a good point about being a social commentary about Wes Anderson, like his critiques and stuff. It kind of makes me want to go back mm, now and look at it. Right. That, yeah. That angle. Also, as much. Like when I was first watching it, I was like, "Huh? Like what's happening?" But at, but at the same time, like not to be sound like a normie, but like it is a Wes Anderson film, so like you, there's just yeah. like something beautiful. Like you kind of yeah. just can just watch it like a moving, yeah. like a portrait, you, and just be like, like hopefully I yeah. get it at some point. Hopefully I get it, but for now yeah. I'm just gonna watch this beautiful scape. Also, just, Ian, uh, Ian, I know like you love him. Like I do when I when I think of Wes Anderson, I actually think about you. I'm like, oh, cool. It's it's like I don't know. Like I know that you like. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I like him. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. He's my guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Cool. Yeah, and and I do think there's um for me it was like giving up on trying to figure out the the layers to it. Yeah. Because like. Yeah, and just trying to like like ride the emotional. I don't know because, like I said, I really did just get caught up in that ending when Jason Schwartzman walks off set, and it did it did remind yeah. me of it reminded me of a lot of other movies too in in fun ways um, that I, I can't think of now. But yeah, it was cool. I want to rewatch it. I also want to like get more like so all the people who are acting in his play were actual like weird geniuses, right? All the people that were, what do you mean? Well, at the very end, he's like introducing all of the actors and he's like mm-hmm. and he's like shows scarlett johansson and he's like describes her being a genius and then shows hit jason schwartzman i don't know i want to i want to try to read i just assume they were yeah i assume they were all just actors yeah i don't know i'll have to read an op-ed on yeah it. but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, you know, actually now that you're saying this i'm like i, I don't actually know <laughs> but i do think the point is ultimately that you know i don't know what what I'm saying now, but that was a good discussion that, on Ashford City, and I'm I'm so glad Margot Robbie I, I appreciated too. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Margot Robbie thing was crazy. <sighs> so good, that was amazing. 
I love that scene. Yeah, that kind of reminded me of Birdman because they always go into balconies. And then the other nope connection was just having like a group of people going through some kind of weird traumatic experience on like mm. a stage because that was like a big like visual that stuck with me from nope in this too when they're doing the ending. But that was a great last four. I'm glad we got to talk about Asteroid City. Let's take like f- five minutes then and we will come back and jump straight into the Mayorowitz stories. Okay. Nice. Welcome back from the break. We are here to talk about the Netflix original, The Mayorowitz Stories. Uh, Ian, you picked Yo. this movie. No, no, Andy I picked did. this movie. Right. I put him on the spot last week. Yeah. Andy, uh, what inspired you to pick this on the spot? I know you had um, 10 seconds to think about it, but... I, I Honestly, I was scrolling through what movies that I saw this year from my, from my challenge. And this was just one that popped. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember really liking this one. And so I just picked it. It's a good reason. Yeah. Why make it hard on yourself? What, what, you know? <laughs> what do you mean? Like when you're, like when, when having to pick a movie. Oh. You're just like, I like that movie. Right. I like that movie. Well, You know the, what I mean? True. Yeah. But it did put a lot of pressure on me. I was like, oh, no. Uh, I, uh you know oh, shit. yeah but I, at the end i was like you know what just pick whatever because you guys were really cool you're like yeah it doesn't matter just pick a dang movie here's a question unrelated Uh-oh. um when picking a movie mm-hmm. do you, it's probably better if you've seen it right i always feel like oh i should pick a movie i've never seen before because it like you know you know what i didn't think about that either of you have you picked a movie and not seen it when it was your turn to pick no no no, no. No, I think I just need that like well, pre-exist Moby Dick. I but, hadn't watched no, Moby but, Dick. Caleb. Well, you know what? It is a risk because because you know what if you pick a movie and it sucks? You don't want to pick a, a movie that you don't really want to talk about. You know that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. He, so it's more like a recommendation, right? Yeah. So there's uh, a lot of pressure, and and I did pick it because I was hoping that at least one of you hadn't seen it yet because I had a great time watching this. <laughs> I love this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since it came out, right. but um, I'm happy you picked it. Mm-hmm. But I guess I should make it clear. I didn't say it. this in my last it. four. Obviously this was not in my last four. I did not get a chance to watch it, which I feel horrible about Andy, but I will. But you will read the you. script. Yeah, you read it. I did read the script a long time ago, which I got from a friend got basically. Harper, and right? it was a very fun script. I did enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. You get it. You get it. He gets <laughs> he it. Get he it. gets it. <laughs> I've seen freaking uh, day trippers. I know what's up. I know about you know grumpy New York families. Exactly. Very similar, actually. I definitely felt that in the first scene where they're driving around. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite genres is like dysfunctional family kind of getting back together. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's that, true. That that is like peak dialogue writing for me. Like those movies, I think those I situations. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Ugh, love that. We need to make a letterbox lists of that category. I feel like that's not one that's really. I tried doing that. I tried doing that for movies that I were like talkies that are all just like pure dialogue. Uh-huh. But then I kind of got lost in the sauce and I was oh. like, I actually haven't seen any of these. So I kind of felt like a liar. <laughs> like, <I can't. laughs> these are movies I've seen. I got, a, I got a title for it already. What is it? Family. Gotta love Family. it. Shrug. Gotta love, oh, it. gotta love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Andy, why? So what about this movie did you love? You said you loved it. You watched um, it. Honestly, you, 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 you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think just like I, I, I really am a sucker for mm. like just like family dynamic movies. Yes. And also if it involves a dad, like Ugh, anything yeah. that has to do with like a father and son, dude, that always gets me like. It hits hard. Hits. Huh? I don't know why. I know. And like, I have a. I think I know I, why. No, I, <laughs> I, I know why. I have a great relationship with my dad, and I've always had, and I've I love the yeah. shit out of him. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe that's what I'm like. Oh, I love my dad. You know. Right. But any anything, Angela. What about? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go that's, ahead, Andy. that's your thought, Angela. I really liked it. I saw this years ago, back when they yes. put it on Netflix. And when you brought it up, I'm like, holy crap, I've seen it and I totally forgot about it. And mm-hmm. rewatching it, it, it all just came back. And I think I liked it more than I did back when it came Hell out. Yeah. Right. It's always like with Noah Baumbach's movies. Every time I rewatch them, sometimes I will like it a little bit more on a second viewing. Like Francis Hall's sure. movie, every time I watch it, just got better and yeah. more fun and rewatchable. And I, oh, Caleb's not here, but I was going to have to agree with him. I like when Noah Baumbach does more, a little more lighthearted comedy, a little more less yes. serious. I think that's where he, he's he does it best i think like this more than like like marriage story like a, yeah. like, kind of like a more like drama oriented movie no i agree yeah that's so funny yeah. before we get any further should we give like a description andy that the floor is yours my Uh-oh. friend if you want okay <laughs> so it's a story about um three siblings mm. and sorry i gotta pull up their names here just i want to get it right um because I've already, I'm so bad with names. I already forgot their names. So three siblings. I, know, I kept calling uh, my notes. I kept writing yeah, Adam. <laughs> all, all Meyerwitz. So it's Danny, mm-hmm. which is played by Adam Sandler, Matthew by Ben Stiller, and um, Jean by Elizabeth. I loved Mar- her. Dude, love her character. I wish there was mm-hmm. more of her, but clearly, she's like, great. they she's had to not, you know, for the, you know, yeah, we'll get to it. But um, so. They all they all have like their own personal gripes with their dad, which is played by D- right. uh, Dustin Hoffman, uh, mm-hmm. Harold, who's an artist. And throughout the movie, just you know, they I don't know, like he he's like tr- trying to throw this like art exhibit that he does, but and then like right. things start kind of like crawling out like all these little things that all the uh siblings had problems with is their dad and they're just like kind of being forced to resolve it in the moment because they're all adults now and they're like you know what f this you know 
I like the movie the way it's set up too, yeah. because it is almost like a play, like yeah, where each mm-hmm. there's like different parts and they all focus on a specific child mm-hmm. and their relationship with Dustin Dude, Hoffman, the dad. And you can it. see how he, yeah, how with each kid, obviously he, he's so each kid actually is from a previous, I guess maybe not from mm-hmm. each kid, but Adam Sandler and, and Jean's character from the same mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But you can see his relationship with each each one being completely different Absolutely. from the other. Absolutely, um, yeah. And I like that each each actor kind of gets their shine in their yeah. little in their um, yeah. And they're so good. Like every character, they're so good at like creating the the like personality of what right. what effect happens when you treat a child differently, and they're all your They're all your kids. You know, like they're all really good at like, right, being that. Well, yeah. And the movie is basically just about these kids vying, vying for attention from their like trying to get seen by their father, who mm-hmm. is so like, so he's a retired artist mm-hmm. who still clings on to that, who's still like, mm-hmm. I am an artist. This is like where I see my value, and all the kids want to be seen by him, but mm-hmm. he's so preoccupied with that, yeah. and he kind of sees his kids as like they're all like quote unquote, like failed artists in their own way. Right. So he doesn't see them as failures, yeah. but he almost sees like what could have been. Yeah. Did you guys have a favorite of the three, um, of the three, uh, relationships? Dude, it's too hard to say. I really loved all of I them. Know. They mm-hmm. both hit pretty yeah. hard. I have to agree. I loved Adam Sandler. Cause then you also get that little bit of Adam Sandler who, um, has a daughter in the film yeah. mm-hmm. named uh, Grace, <laughs> or no Eliza? Excuse me. Um, Eliza, yeah, and you can yeah. kind of see you can kind of see the similarities of those two of the dad trying to leak. Not you know me. his daughter is yeah. going to college. She's going to art school. She's yeah. going to the college that her that her grandfather Dustin Hoffman's character was a teacher at. Mm-hmm. So there's like that legacy oh, there. Oh right, yeah. And he's like trying to like be like the dad who's like not too pushy. I want to support yeah. you, but also I want to have this relationship. Like all yeah. that is like I you, I love kind of how that plays out. That 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 opening scene where it's just him and his daughter trying to find the parking spot before they get to the so dad's good. house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can yeah. like. They, he did such a good job of just like um just like setting the scene of what kind of dad he is and, and like <laughs> yeah. what kind of like what, cool, but like, also- like what whatever happened between him and his dad like is how he is now because he's like really like he's really trying to help his daughter like she's like like there's a part where she's like just park in the parking lot. I'll pay for it. And he's like, yeah. I'm not going to make my daughter pay for it. You know, just like you can just tell he's like really trying to be the best dad. And she, and the daughter's like, dad, who cares? Like, it's like we're we're equals here. Like, I don't want you. And but he's trying so hard not to be his dad. Yes. But like it's almost a little overbearing. And like that's why his daughter's like not dad it's fine like you don't yeah you know, mm-hmm. but, but you also love the relationship too because yeah. it's so like they're both so sweet and endearing yeah. to each other there's a scene where they both um adam sandler's character was like like an aspiring musician yeah but then he kind of just didn't follow through which i can completely relate to just in, in terms of like <laughs> having some artistic <laughs> thing and then you're like nah I'm not, i don't think so but um 
there's a song that they sing on the piano and it's a song that they both wrote when she was like nine very very cute and you just like love that i i love father daughter relationships as well just Mm -hmm. because there's something so like sweet and Mm -hmm. innocent and like so i thought i thought they were great i thought they um really vibed off each other if that's something i can say yeah i just love how he and his siblings are so cool with their his daughter's short films every time they show okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that just gets me yeah so so adam sandler's daughter uh, like i said is going to an art school but she's becoming uh, a film major so while she's in school she sends her dad these short films that she makes and they're all very like <laughs> highly sexualized like free like woman like you see her boobs and then he's watching it he's watching it with his family and, and all in like, sincerity because they're all artists they're like huh okay yeah <laughs> it's so good and you can see like him like trying to be proud and then he's like i need to watch this by myself i loved that scene and then the the sister she's like hmm that was a hard r because <laughs> it's just like <laughs> and then but it's just that classic like first year art art student like short film yeah, of just, just being like, like really trying to push really the bounds boundaries and yes. you know i'm gonna make the best short film ever yes <laughs> i love how ben stiller's character is also like hey that was a great short really liked it they're just like all normal <laughs> yeah. about it yeah. they just made something really yeah. like you know wholesome <laughs> <laughs> i do love that yeah i was gonna say i like the scene i think maybe just staying on the subject of adam Sandler yeah. and his daughter the scene where he's uh laying on the couch after like just kind of having like a panic attack kind of like after mm. after they went to the his friends uh dustin's hoffman's friends his art, art his art and then mm-hmm. yeah adam sandler's calling his daughter and she's like laying on the couch like about to go oh, to sleep my God. and she's like partying yes. you know she's like having the like like yeah. college experience and like she's she like you can tell like she's the one that wants to be taking care of him like she feels like, oh yeah, I gotta take care of my dad. My dad needs me, and and he's like so upset. Like, no, I'm the one that's supposed to be right. doing this for you, you know. And then like, I just thought it was really sweet. And she's like, well, you know, I'll just keep my phone on me, like just in case. And he's like, God damn it, okay. Like, you know, I know. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. That's so. That's another thing in the yeah. movie where the two brothers, Adam Sandler's character and Ben Stiller, both like coming off somewhat like failed marriages Ooh, right dustin hoffman's yeah. character has like had four marriages so that's like another True. like like trickle down to the kids yeah. type of thing yeah. but um yeah i when i watched that scene it just made me so sad because it's just like i know you're 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 getting separated you're now officially like an empty nester yeah. and then you're like trying to cling on to that relationship yeah. but then you also want to give your child the freedom yeah. of like living their life and it Dude, that was a hard watch. Dude. I was like, mm-hmm. almost gonna cry. Yeah. I was like, oh god, I, was... like I can't. <laughs> and he's all, like, sleeping on the couch because he doesn't have a place to live. And you're just like, dude, this is yeah. he's he's at, <laughs> he's, he's at rock bottom. <laughs> and his hip hurts. He can't oh, walk. Oh, he's limping the whole time. And the house, dude, that the was house like, might be sold. <laughs> like dude, everything's just very high stress. Yeah. I, when the the whole limping thing, I, just like saw flashes of my dad just like dad you'd like need to take care of Dude, yourself you need to get this checked I'm out that please, guy. please. i'm yes. yeah I, definitely i'm no i'm saying like i'm the procrastinator of limping oh, for me too you, you are too yo 
uh, yeah. You're like, no, I'm fine. I'm just going to drink some water. I had, um, <laughs> I have like this nose thing. I can't really like breathe out of my left nostril. And this has been like for years now. Cause like, I'm just gonna make the appointment for you. You haven't done Isn't it. Isn't that like, just allergies? Okay. <laughs> I might have a deviated septum. Oh, uh, a DVCV. A DVCV. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I relate to that as well. Yeah. But, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about uh, Ben Stiller? Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved him. I for for some reason I because I haven't seen this movie in forever. That for there's a first scene where when you meet Ben Stiller and he's with Adam Driver, right. and I'm like, oh, Adam Driver's the other brother. Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought at first you, too. <laughs> yeah. I also, accidentally did say that when I picked it. Do you you remember in the last Uh -uh. episode I said, oh, yeah, Adam Driver is one of the brothers. But when I rewatched it, I was like, wait, Uh, he wasn't. I just remember. Close enough, honestly. (laughs) I think there was another movie. There's another movie similar to this one where but Adam Driver does play a brother and it's like three siblings. I just can't remember. Yeah, I think you're right. It is. With Jason Bateman. They're at a funeral. Yes, yes you're right, yes, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot the title, but yeah, I, me I, too. And then, I vaguely remember it. And then Adam Driver has like a 9-11 in, in a scene or something like that. And he's like driving away. In his he has a what? The 9-11 Porsche. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you said he has a 9-11 scene. I was like, what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, like the Porsche, <laughs> the car. <laughs> I don't know cars, but I do know what 9-11 is. Anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, I love Ben Stiller in this too, man. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's fantastic. Yeah. He plays the brother who's like the most successful right. of the three siblings. Yeah. So like try to be as far as away from his dad. But he's also like the most cherished of his of of Dustin Hoffman's kids. Mm-hmm. Like Dustin yeah. Hoffman love his last art piece he names after him. Oh, that's right. But yeah. then it turns out that turns because he named it after him because he was like as a little kid, just like hanging out in the art room, while I was making it. Turns out it probably wasn't even him. He doesn't, <laughs> just Hoffman's character doesn't even remember if that was him, which is extremely depressing. Yeah, um, but yeah, and I, I love those scenes with, with Ben Stiller and Dustin Hoffman too. Yeah. Like just the kind of like the chaotic energy those Dude, two share. Like yeah. there's a scene at the diner mm-hmm. when the dad, when they're like just like bickering, they, there's just like, there's no like, there's no um like shared. Like everyone kind of has like the, it is in their own head. Mm-hmm. Like Dustin Hoffman is constantly talking about like either like an art show or like yeah. something, and then mm-hmm. Ben like with Ben yeah. Stiller's like trying to connect to him, and there's no like there's just no uh, synchronicity between the two. Literally any scene between uh sorry the dad and any sibling, it's always the dad talking. At them. At them. And then yeah. like, one of the kids like tries to bring up a subject that's important. Like like uh Ben Stiller's character was like, Hey, I left the firm thinking about doing my own thing. And he was like, Yes. Yeah, I saw uh <laughs> oh, wait, what what actress? I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, oh, um oh my god. Uh, Ripley character. Like Ornie yeah. Weaver. Oh yeah. Sigourney he's like, I'm gonna yeah. open I'm thinking about opening my firm my own firm. And he's like, Yeah, I meant the Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Just like completely <laughs> she said hello to me. He said it so, like several times in the last half of yeah. that movie. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Dude, this is your son. <laughs> like and then later on in the in the in the movie when um when he when the dad is like in the hospital 
And like mm. Matthew, Ben's character brings up to Adam. He's like, hey, uh, or, or no, at Adam Sandler's character says, yeah, I heard you're opening a, a, a law firm. I was like, oh, so he Dude. was listening and he told his other son about it, you know? So he's like re- retaining the information. He's just choosing not to to like talk about it or like to like shine oh. light to their his kid's life right it's of no interest Dude. or like he's just not in his yeah. train of thought at all. it really I bothered love... me <laughs> oh and and then and and then you like uh i'm sorry what was ben stiller's character matthew name? i always forget matthew is like supposedly the favorite child and then but yet all these all these children get treated the same mm. they're just like not in yeah um but i love that scene of of um Danny and Matthew talking when they're because Danny is trying to connect with him about his like working, asking him questions yeah. and all the questions are just like wrong. <laughs> like Matthew's like, that's not actually how it goes. Like when he's like trying to connect about like how the business works or like, oh, oh so you started your own firm because you want something smaller. He's like, no, that's not or, like whatever. Like everything is just like, yeah, you're close, but not quite. I, um, I think my favorite scene in the whole movie, though, is at the end of that dinner or that lunch date mm. and then the argument between Matthew Ben Stiller's character and the dad and like he's like getting in his car and he's just like yelling oh, yeah. at him I was like whoa this yeah. is so good mm-hmm. um just pretty much like letting it all out like telling him like you weren't the best father or like I'm this yeah, way because right. you are this way you know mm. and then and then shortly after that his dad was hospitalized right Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. I, you know, um, is this during the Adam Sandler like Netflix Renaissance? I That's, think so. You know, it has to be right, like during his Netflix. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds that, about right. right. Yeah, because all, almost all, all these this, yeah, Happy Madison films yeah. are Netflix. I was gonna say like all these, all these actors are all like have very great comedic timing, but the, their dramatic acting or just like yeah. acting is like so good. So yes. when they have those moments of right. like serious conversation or just like shouting matches, you really feel it. Yeah. But then when the writing is like lighter or they're supposed to be jokes or they're like bickering and you're just like, man, they're, it's just so Dude, good. And yeah. this movie reminded me of like, those like really fast talking movies of like the thirties and forties when like no one can get a breath in, like they're just like yapping, yapping, mm-hmm. yapping. I love that. And I think that's what, um, like just Noah Baumbach just like really thrives in. It's just like writing like really, really quick dialogue, really fast. There's just like no breaks in between. Yeah. And I love that. Shout out to all the great performances in the movie, especially Adam Seriously. Sandler. I feel like, you know, it's good to see him be outside his happy Madison films doing a little yes. more. Right. Even though it's comedy, but it's still drama. And it's good to see him like not do his normal goofy stuff and him being a real guy is always great. Oh, for sure. I um, I almost want to say this role probably helped, helped him mm. in preparing for uncut gems. Oh, maybe, you know, yeah. cause like, He's, he it was like a little more dramatic but it wasn't as dramatic as uncut gems so that by the mm-hmm. time he got to that one it was like oh i'm ready like i know how to do this which is why the performance in uncut right. gems was so so good oh it was you great know? and i wish caleb was here right now because we would talk about punch drunk love feeling that's like the spark oh, of the whole, right, like, right. oh yes yeah, yeah. sure. adam sandler renaissance and i know there's some i Definitely haven't seen enjoy. but that one for sure i could see that was probably one of the first serious ones i've seen him in even in like the, funny people too yeah, like i feel like there was like a nice balance too Oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. 
Yeah, it's so underrated. If he has it. He needs to do more of them. True. Just yeah. Give, yeah. Give me. I don't have many notes. One of my last notes I wrote <laughs> was like towards the end of the movie. I just wrote um, Adam Sandler refuses to wear pants because he's just he's just <laughs> always in. Oh, dude. Um, my friend. Is any chance he can get uh, another little Adam Sandler? Uh, kind of his cool little things that he does. My friend uh-huh. just brought this up to me. If Adam Sandler's writing a movie, the love interest okay. always has two V's or most of them do. Like if you think about it, two V's? yeah, like like remember uh Waterboy Vicky Valancourt? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or mm-hmm. uh Vanessa in um Billy Madison. Was it Billy Madison? I think no. so. I think oh uh, no, oh, Vanessa Happy was, Gilmore. Vanessa oh. might have been Big Daddy. I can't. Mm. Oh, Vanessa something, but like I, he he pulled it up, and there was a few where it was like two V names. I wow. thought that was a cool, he did some cool little thing, some there. sleuthing. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, well, that's interesting because in this movie, the not supposed love interest, but the one he's kind of looking at, her name is Loretta Shapiro. So uh-oh. that's not going to work out. Well, that, yeah, that means Sorry. that wasn't he wasn't really in love with her. Wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Wasn't meant to be. <laughs> also, maybe he well he didn't write this, so. That's true. Oh, that's a good point. You did say right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Sorry. Um the the scene where I feel like I, I don't want to jump to the the final the, when the dad in the We're, hospital um no rules. No rules. I really loved like like how every every character kind of like started to realize or like the dad kind of really pinned all of all of the siblings with each other because like they all like right like in in every scene the dad always was like always like punched up other other siblings and never said anything positive about the sibling in front of them which Mm. was like something that i caught pretty quickly i was like man like he's not like praising any of his kids right in front of them but he's praising the other siblings every single scene so it's mm. making all the other kids think like he loves all of them better than me well oh uh, yeah yeah what were you gonna say no no please yeah. continue your thought um so like when they're all hospitalized like they're or, sorry when the dad's hospitalized and they're all just kind of like kind of realizing like okay like our dad just sucks, you know? And then, and like, it was so funny to see like all of their interactions with the dad, like not, not one of them felt like, Oh, my dad is in the hospital. Like they didn't feel any sort of like, yeah, like intense remorse. And, but, uh huh. No, no, go ahead. And, and not until, and then it was just funny to me to to see the granddaughter come in, Elijah come in, and she's like yeah. crying and like, and and like she's like holding his hand. She was like, "This song reminds me of, of Grandpa, so I'm gonna put it on." And then all yeah. three of the siblings are just standing there, like, "What the hell?" Like, um, I know. I will say though, so I think that is true, but also in the same breath, uh, when he gets so the dad 
is hospitalized due to like some brain thing. Um, but then Ben Stiller comes in and he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, what, what's the deal? Like, who's the doctor? Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, you guys need to write all this information down. And then there's that montage Mm -hmm. of all the, all the kids, like really like caring, like obviously because, um, God, I forgot his name again because, um, Matthew Ben Stiller's character is like really upset and he wants us to be taken seriously. So they do this out of love for him, but also I think like out of love for the dad, like as much as they hate him, I think so. I feel like they kind of hold him in this like weird, like echelon of just like, Mm -hmm. I think that was more so him just being a control freak. No, that could be true. Because I also thought like, cause there was, I mean, to like, to counter that idea, like, when when he was hos- hospital when the dad was hospitalized ben like he you can tell like when he first came in he felt conflicted like mm. like you can tell he was like still mad at his dad cuz the last time they saw each other was that argument right by the car and then right. like when he shows up to say he was sorry he's like you uh sorry sorry i wrote it in my notes here he says He's like, he stops and he's like, dad, like, I'm sorry. And like, you think Mm. he's apologizing for the argument that they had. And he says, I'm sorry. And then he finishes. He's like, I'm sorry that this happened to you. So Mm. he never apologized for what he said about his dad because he still holds on to like, no, you were a shitty father. So he never really apologized. So that makes me think like, yeah, of course, I, I love I love my dad, but like this still isn't going to make me like change my mind. Like, I'm just going to help you because you're my dad. You know, Mm, that's a good point. I don't know. That's a good point. You know, this movie also kind of reminds me of, uh, we were just talking about Wes Anderson, but Royal Tenenbaums. Like, yes. Thank you, Angelo. Yes, exactly. Like that. Because I feel sure. like Dustin Hoffman's almost like Gene Hackman's character. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Gene Hackman's a little bit more rough on their uh, story, but <laughs> um, I just, I mean, it had been Stiller also, so I was just thinking about Royal Tenenbaums, like, in some parts. It was hard not to, especially with, like, kind of, um, again, I just think of, like, just their relationship with their dad being, like, you all, you kind of all hung out with us on, their, on our own. It was never, like, <laughs> right. a... Like we never hung out as a family. I know. Um, <laughs> but no, that's a great connection. It's also funny that this is also a reunion for uh, Dustin Hoffman and Ben Stiller because uh, Meet the mm-hmm. Fockers, they were father and son yeah. as well. I think that that's why it works so yeah, well. Yeah, that's what made mm-hmm. that scene so great that they they already kind of had a, a thing going. Yeah. I never saw Meet the Fockers. Really? Oh, I, I only saw Meet the Parents. I really I lo- the parents. Yeah, I loved both of those yeah, movies same. equally. That was a, that was like a, like when you would get free um, HBO for like a week or something. I <laughs> that, was that was one like of one them. of the movies yeah. that was always on. <laughs> Son, um, and I think Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller, right? Like they were both in, or Ben Stiller had a small role in Happy Gilmore, if you remember. He was then oh, the nurse right. for his grandma. Oh my god! I <laughs> really <laughs> forgot about that. And he had that big so, ass mustache. Yeah. yeah, I feel like every time he has a Lodge mustache, ball. he's always a, like a villain character. Like, yes, it's like when the characters that are villains can't use iPhones. Like if Ben Stiller <laughs> is bad, he has to have a mustache. <laughs> True. We're gonna need you to grow a mustache for this scene. 
gonna need you to have a mustache. Um, I also love, and it feels so true. The, the just like sports element being the glue that is like kind of what holds like the son and father bonding because so many of their interactions are like oh, when they're right. like trying to have a conversation, it's either over like the Mets yeah. or the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's just so true. Like, if you want to have a serious conversation, you might want to have like baseball in the background or like, yeah, <laughs> just like, <laughs> or sometimes you just or, have those yeah. relationships with people where you're like, this is what we talk about. Like this is yeah, our thing. It, like it's not going to go beyond definitely. this, and it's, it it was very much like a, a a crutch so that they don't talk about the things that exactly need to be yeah, said. You know, yeah. But also, and then and then again, like it's something that they learned because when when Matthew finally goes to that cabin, like there's the scene mm-hmm. where they're all walking in the woods together, and then both Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller are talking about about the Mets. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, "No, you yeah. know what? That picture needs to, you know, like, like, oh, they're re- they're relearning how how their dad like deflects things. He just yeah, uses right. sports, you know." Um, I also thought the the relationship between matthew and his son like his i don't know probably like oh that was one or two crushing. yeah he's like mm-hmm. kid kid he's a child toddler son like every scene where right. he's like on the phone with him he's just like he's like what is this button i'm gonna hang yeah. up now who are you what is <laughs> yeah. this and you're just like oh god <laughs> like yeah and like he's not really paying attention at all he's like yes son like uh, i don't know the first time the first scene where he's talking with his son he's like his dad is like literally just like tinkering with like a, a bookshelf and just like yeah. looking at books and he like can't stop paying attention to his dad just practically doing nothing and while he's like talking to his son i'm like dude you're doing what your dad does <laughs> like listen to your son <laughs> like even though he's just like a kid like just interact with him well even there's uh, one of the later scenes he's talking to um uh to Danny and he's like maybe I should just uh, write this one off and like maybe he finds me when he's 21. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that should not no that's the opposite. And in all sincerity he's like maybe yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. And this movie's what got did you... oh. Go ahead Angelo, sorry. No, I was just going to say like Noah Baumbach's also good at like making awkward scenarios like the scene where he has to or Dustin Hoffman was saying that the guy took his jacket when they were at the restaurant and he has to go chase him down. I was just getting flashbacks to like Francis Ha, when she has to go get like cash to pay for the dinner. Like there's, I know there's other movies over the ATM. Yeah. (laughs) I mean like I know they're different, but they, they both have this kind of like awkward scenario and just same energy for sure. Yeah. Cause he's just like chasing him and then he's just like, you got his jacket and it's just so awkward. And (laughs) That's also like just the stressful situation when you're that age and you're caring for an older parent. You're like, oh, God, they are now like regressing into like <laughs> they're becoming children. Now I have to like, OK, you you stay here. You handle the check. He's like, if I had to handle the check, I would have gotten one. And he's oh like, what the God. fuck? And he just like leaves. <laughs> what did you guys think about um, about Harold's art? You got you get some glimpses of it. I mean, it wasn't really. Imp- 
I'm uh, not yeah, impressive. It's like your yeah, typical yeah, like art as you imagine in a museum, like avant-garde, yeah. like yeah. wooden sculptures. Yeah. Um, it also made me sad. There's a scene where he's like he's showing this art to like these potential buyers, but then you find out they're more interested in the house, like they're that that the house that they um that they're currently living in like one of the guys goes over to check the water pressure and then <laughs> danny adam sandler's character he's like uh the art's over here like uh, hey it's over here buddy so <laughs> very new york yeah ben stiller really i mean i mean not ben stiller uh, adam sandler is from new york right i Where would assume so yeah. i don't wait, know wait is this was this based out of Wait. No, I was was this not New York? The I think it was New it York. Was, it was, York, right? Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah. why it fits so like Adam Sandler's character fits so well. Just like even in the again in the beginning opening scene where he's just like yelling at like people from inside the car, just like <laughs> it's like Yeah, like, has that like, New York yeah, energy New York about it. Energy. <laughs> yeah. Um someone we haven't talked about, Emma Thompson, who plays the um it, it's the uh, new step, the stepwife, oh, that's who's right. kind of the um, <laughs> the drunk. Yeah, I really enjoyed her performance. <laughs> I thought she was fantastic. I also liked her calling um, Harold the dad, like that being his just his nickname. I thought that was. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I know. Oh, she just calls him the dad, and then if you watch it with subtitles, it's all capitalized, <laughs> like the dad. <laughs> did not notice that yeah her character was great um and also the other mom from adam sandler and oh julia what's her name yeah julia yeah yeah yeah. she was matthew's mom oh ben stiller's character i got that mixed up oh yeah why because why would they go to wait are you sure yeah yeah yeah, you're right whoops oops uh, yeah, um, how, like, Dustin Hoffman's character was just like, yeah, I think she's still in love with me, or, like, whatever. I'm just like, dude, shut up. Yeah, he's so, my God, he's so. I just want to shake him. Narcissistic, yeah. I know. And I love, <clears throat> there's a couple scenes with um, him and then a, like, fellow artist uh lj shapiro played by judd hirsch i love their <laughs> their energy together it's like this like combative just like he has the show that everyone's there for sigourney weaver is there and then harold is just like a wounded animal who doesn't even get on the guest list and they're just like oh uh like talking barbs at each other i enjoyed it also i just realized right now when they when they went with did go visit Matthew's mom, she like apologized to Matthew and was like, I feel like I could have been a better mother to mm. to the other children, even though they weren't mine. Like I felt like I didn't care about them as much as I should have, even though like they were a part, like they were my children in a sense. And like that's kind of like what you wanted dustin hoffman's character to do to be like you know what i'm sorry i fucked up you know Mm-mm. but he didn't like it just went right mm-hmm. over his head and like matthew was just like oh okay yeah thank 
you, you know, and also being his his father's son, like didn't know how to react to that. He was just like, oh, OK, <laughs> right. Like, uh, thanks, I guess. Mm-hmm. Don't do it again. <laughs> Caleb, since you're back, do you, is there anything? Yes. Yeah. You want to add on to anything since you're here? Um, you don't have to. Da, da. What would have been your favorite scene? <laughs> Definitely the first one. That's the only one I watched. See, actually. that's what we said too. I think we all kind of voted actually, on the. I actually did genuinely love that microcosm, and it's it is very cathartic. I hate driving now and having to drive in New York City. I can't even imagine. So just seeing how finding a spot can be such like a traumatic, stressful thing, <laughs> especially when you're getting talked to, like when yeah. someone's like, Hey, there's a spot there. And you're like, yes. I need you to shut it down for like five minutes. <laughs> there's like too much happening. You're like, I can't even yes. hear the words you're saying. So stop. Like, please. do you guys like, turn down music when you try to find like parking? Absolutely. Like, it goes yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right yes. Down. Andy, you turn it up. I, I turn it down when you parallel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But that makes. Sense. I think. Yeah, I do too. Andy's more evolved as a Parker than. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Noah Baumbach does great driving in New York scenes. Totally oh, nailed that. Oh down. yeah. Does Frances Ha have? Does she drive ever? Of course no, not. She gets not driven a, around. Paris yeah. is the only one where she's in a car. I think. Yeah. White Noise had good car sequences. Oh, totally. Oh, that's that, good to yeah. know. <clears throat> War of the Worlds-esque, I think, if I remember yeah. correctly. There's one or two that are very kind of crazy. It's like if Spielberg did uh, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. That's what I kind of remember. <laughs> yeah. At least the way he wow, did the shot. <laughs> Maybe I'm over-exaggerating it, but it had its It was moments. a fun one, though. He definitely went more into like post-apocalyptic kind of hellscape vibe. Where are you at with Noah Baumbach, Caleb, in terms of like a writer-director? I really with the movies that you've seen, like him, I'd have to look again at everything. I think I've actually read no the screenplay for no one uh, or the Squid and the Whale, and I've never actually mm. watched that oh, one I've either, which was his That's first one, movie. right? Yeah, I think it's his second movie. Oh yeah, Kicking and Screaming, I believe mm. maybe right was his first. Which Sorry, I not the Will Ferrell one. Yeah, I thought that. I loved it for years until I realized it wasn't the Will Ferrell one. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> that movie's amazing. When he's in the tracksuit? I go, oh, this is way more depressing than I expected. <laughs> um, but then um, I really like him. I guess he's like never made any like movie that I think is like perfect. Mm. If you know what I mean? Like they, I'm still waiting for him to make that movie. Like maybe White Noise was the closest. So I was like, oh, this feels... Like something like el- like elevated, but like so I think my favorite of his are the ones he did with Wes Anderson still, which it feels mm. like kind of an insult. So it's like that's why I'm like I don't know. I still am waiting. Like whenever it's his him doing a movie solo, I feel like I have a hard time like fully buying in. Really, like whatever that means. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I, what exactly I mean. It's just like you know, like Wes Anderson has like Life Aquatic, which for me is like oh, this is like a. Mm. This is like the perfect Wes Anderson movie where I can, t- I can totally see like, which he co-wrote too. I think his like full yeah, right. vision. Yep. And yep. Yep. And like maybe asteroid city might be in that category now too. I'll have to watch it again. I like him. I mean, I, I really enjoy his writing. I think, I don't know. Like I said before, like there's something about it that just reminds me of like really old films where like really old, like kind of, I guess you would call them rom like romantic comedies yeah. of like the thirties and forties where you're he just has like a Woody Allen vibe. I was just going to say yes, that. Yes. Angela. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. It definitely has a Woody Allen vibe too about him mm-hmm. and just his writing style, which I don't know. There's just like something really 
I don't know that uh, it's just like fun to hear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's fun. Like when it, when characters, especially the, a lot of the Ben Stiller and Adam Sandler, like conversations, a lot of their scenes, I just like, they were just fantastic, especially when um, they evolved into shouting matches. Mm-hmm. And that awkward fight they have in like the schoolyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about the daughter yet. Yeah. Which one? Um, Elizabeth Marvel. Yes. The... I thought she was great. There's yeah. um, she had like the most like emotional reveal, but her character is always kind of in the background, yeah. which I feel like makes sense because her her character feels that way in this family right. unit. Like, yeah. like no one knows what she does for work. Right. Mm-hmm. She was, she's like constantly like I don't, I don't know if this is right, but I don't think she had like. Um, like an artistic like uh, aspiration or anything no, like that. Yeah. But she does. But every time like they're talking about it, she's like, "Oh, I do videos for my work yeah. at Xerox yeah. or whatever." Yeah. Like, <laughs> which I loved. But I think that just was also um, just made sense with her character of just like this is probably how she feels. So we won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I thought she was fantastic whenever she was on the and like uh, on the screen. What ha- mm-hmm. what the what had happened to her as a child from, from mm. the dad's friend. Like, yeah, like you can, you can tell like the way her, she is as an adult, as a character, like it, yes. it clearly did something. She says that too. Yeah, she like said that ch- fucked me up. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh. she's like, even if you guys beat up that car like, or whatever, do, do anything, like, it's not going to affect yeah. <laughs> I'm which you're like, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is another reason why, like, I feel like the, every one of these actors were so good. Like, you really, like, took a deep dive into these characters here. Yeah. You know, when you you really didn't have to, but whoa. That's honestly, that's what made this movie so great. <laughs> I think it's a credit to Noah Baumbach's writing, too. I feel like they probably just right. were, like, ate it up. Yeah. Went for it. Yeah. yeah, it almost seemed like Noah was, like, this is so this is the whole life of this character like from beginning to end i need you to figure out what that person you're gonna would, have to yeah. live as this character yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for all three and they all nailed it honestly yeah, yeah. great dynamics for sure mm-hmm. I, yeah it's crazy they all really meshed well together mm-hmm. like all of them and i loved uh at the very end of the movie Elizabeth and and or excuse me, Jean and Eliza, um, Danny's daughter. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like they're little. Um, you can you can see Elizabeth or Jean like kind of coming out of her shell a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. She gets a haircut, mm-hmm. which uh, which I thought was uh, nice. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I've um. My tank is low, guys. Me too. My tank is low in terms of. Me too. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I've, yeah. I've burned through all my notes. <laughs> Do we want any? Well, I can say, f- I, I can say for when I love this movie. I was so, I think when I watched this, this was, um, I knew I, I, I saw Francis Ha, but mm-hmm. I guess I didn't connect it. I think I connected that more as a, uh, as a Greta Gerwig movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, her as it also just feels like a Greta Gerwig movie mm-hmm. too. Right. That I kind of, I think I just like lost that it was, um, uh, directed by Noah Baumbach. So I think this mm-hmm. is the first one I was like, oh, this is it. And then I yeah. And then I went on to watch um 
uh, No in the Whale, or excuse me, The Squid and the Whale, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Mistress America, which is also a really, really great movie. Mm-hmm. And While We're Young, which is like another like fun, one too, like, yeah. that one's fantastic. You, I think that one gets slept on. You know what? I mm-hmm. think this movie is good, like a good... Uh, like a good time of year to watch. Like, I feel like Mm. this movie is, would be perfect for like around the holidays. Like if, you know, sometimes people, um, not everyone is like looking forward to being with all your family in the holidays, you know, like being, like being a part of like a huge family party. I feel like if you watch this, like knowing like, okay, it's Thanksgiving or it's Christmas or whatever (laughs) big, 50 like so and so is turning 50 like any like large thing i feel like watching this movie was it will really prepare you for something like that (laughs) (laughs) right like i think so yeah it it gets you in the mindset of just being with people that you're you're like oh not quite right (laughs) just kind of especially if you have siblings you could anyone can relate to this right grew up in a big family or yeah yeah. you know maybe it gives you a nice kind of like uh a nice uh like manuscript on how to approach siblings that you're you feel estranged to you're like okay maybe there's i don't know i mean i maybe not i don't i don't hate my sister my only sister my only i don't either that i have (laughs) but for sure like there are moments when i'm like oh i'm gonna see my cousin (laughs) so and so I gotta. I know exactly what we're gonna talk about, and sometimes I just want to sit back here and have a beer, uh-huh. you know. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it to the test this this coming holiday. I'm gonna rewatch this. You should watch it with your yeah. family. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> sit everyone down for two hours before the party starts, before the festivities start. <laughs> You guys are gonna love this. But I'll one. test it out and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Check <laughs> yeah, this movie out. If you if you love if you love Shrek, wait till you see this. You're gonna love <laughs> this movie. Especially if you've seen Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well shucks, man. Angel, any last words? Um not really. I really, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, would you say this is your guys' favorite Noah Baumbach movie? Just by the way you've been talking about it. Hmm. I, I always when, whenever I get asked that question, it's hard not to feel like recency bias. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, I think, I think Francis Ha is still up there. There's just like something still like when I saw it, there was just something so. I think I was like at the right age to watch that movie. Right. So, say, so it, it kind of like when you move to like a wherever and then right i don't know there's like something about it that just that like fit right in like a puzzle piece i have to say it's probably francis ha but again Same. i think while we're young is still like an underrated noah Baumbach movie too mm. I think that, was, yeah. that one wasn't my favorite but it was good it's gotten better in rewatching. i saw it a yeah. second time first time i thought it was fine but then i saw it again yeah. I'm like, oh this is kind of yeah, fun maybe i'll rewatch just- it just the dynamics with uh, yeah, all of them. Yeah. They're all great. All four of them are so yeah. good. I almost want to say, even though I've only seen it once, once I, I think maybe The Marriage Story is on the top for me. Man, that one's powerful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's really good. I, I've been meaning to watch it again, but because of how, <laughs> like... In, you need a right state of mind. I know, yeah. I mean, also, I'm single right now, so, like, why, like, probably best time to watch it is now. Cause like I, there's no like 
I can't nothing. Great Alan Alda too. Is he in this? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Damn. Wait, who was this? Alan Alda. Alan Alda. Love him. I only see that. Oh. Didn't he just die? Oh, he did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna try to. I was gonna attempt to do a, an impression, but I'm not because it's really hard. By the way, Bill. Huh, Bill I don't even. Bill Hader's Alan Alan Alda impression. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, cracks me up every time. That's right, a good yeah. one. But yeah, no. That's it. Well, thanks, Andy. Thank you for recommending this gem. I think, I mean, if you have Netflix, there's no reason why you shouldn't watch this movie. Truth. In my opinion. Right. Really, really fantastic. And especially if you're like an Adam Sandler fan, (laughs) I think like Mm -hmm. this is probably like one of his like best, like up there, like this uncut gems, Mm -hmm. obviously um, punch truck love. Mm -hmm. And then whatever, in terms of like dramatic acting. Everything we said about this movie, like makes it seem like it wasn't a funny movie. No, this is <laughs> a really it's funny. Really funny. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like, yeah, maybe we didn't do a great uh, job on on selling that part, but it, but like, it's hilarious. It's, it yes. is. There's moments where I like cackled. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Eh, what do you guys want to talk about now? You guys got. <laughs> well, I, we, I don't. We, can we leave it? No, I don't know how to end it. Caleb here. Yeah, he texted me. Okay. Telling, I told him we're about to wrap up. Oh, okay, okay. Angelo, would you want to pick a movie? Wait, Angelo, is this your first pick? Uh, yeah, no, exactly. no, no, once upon, once a, upon time, a time, Hollywood yeah. was. So I, I, I know we've been talking about we wanted to do uh, Mission Impossible for so long, but I feel Ooh. like maybe maybe it's best to maybe wait till the the next one comes out since that's I think that's going to be the end of the whole series. I was going to pick a, a, a different Tom Cruise movie. To- okay, okay, <laughs> I'm liking where this is going. And this is one. It's cocktail. <laughs> 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 Definitely great. Um, well, this is one that's just been just I I can't stop thinking about. It. I keep watching it, and it's still recent. It's uh, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I don't know if, you guys are, if you guys would be down for that, loved that so movie. It's so fun! It's so yeah. good. Every I, time I watch I've only it. Heard... Uh, okay. Uh oh, sick. Ian, what were you saying? What? No, because I've never seen Top Gun. So I'm like, that's the two oh, movies I got to watch. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Dude, I've never yeah. seen the Dude, original. I watched the original. Yeah, the day I saw the new the new one, like I watched it at home, and then I oh, went wow. to the theaters and then watched the the newest one. Oh, was hell it a good yeah. experience? Was it a payoff? It pay honestly. Off? Well, I mean, let's talk about it when we get there. Cool. Oh. All right. Oh, follow everyone on Letterbox, you fools. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little rude. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, you're good, dude. I just started the music. I changed. I changed my uh, my letterbox. Your picture. You saw. I just saw the picture. I didn't know you changed your. I changed your. Would you? Yeah, I changed the character. I changed. Oh, your avatar. Yeah, my avatar. Yeah, I changed it. Oh, speaking of lists, I slowly but surely updated the logit letterbox, but I'm also nice. almost done with all the movie mention lists. Nice. Which are it's easier when Caleb you list them all in the, in the show notes. So I make it. I'm like, oh, hard work, but it really was just uh, just opening up the folder and looking. Okay, so I actually had these these two lists I started making, and Caleb, you saw one of them. Oh yeah. But the movies one. that fascinated me at Blockbuster. Oh. Like movies that you like, you just look, you pick up the VHS like judge, or DVD judging or whatever. By the cover. 
Yeah, and you're just like, what is this? You're like, I need oh, to see man, this movie. Dude, I miss that so, so I'm much. Basically, I'm basically doing like memory recall yeah. and just being like, I have to like go to like I have to go into like one of those um those yes, like noise count. Tank. Yes, yes, yeah. a deprivation yeah. tank and just like <laughs> zone out. But then I also made one of just called just bad poster. So they're Ooh, all just like posters like, <laughs> with like really bad, either um really stupid, but then also just hor- like there's this movie called California with Brad Pitt. So sick. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, but like if you look at Brad Pitt's face, it's just so clearly like photoshopped on. It's just it's wild. <laughs> So if you guys have Ian, any, Ian. send them my okay, way. Okay, I was literally just yeah. going to ask oh, you if that's to. like a personal so thing. No, 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 no. I'm not talking There's about There's another the... one called Slackers, which I think you just watched, Andy. I love Slackers. But there, Jason yeah. Jason Schwartzman is like, his face doesn't look right. Like, it looks like, <laughs> it looks weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It didn't like, really. that doesn't look uh, like he him. looked like that at that point in time. <laughs> no, I know he looks like that, but look at the poster because it looks like it just doesn't look right. Wait, look, Ian, look right. Ian, um, yeah. are you allowing us to to have an input on both of those lists? Or, I think, or just I the blockbuster one? No, be, I mean, I'll, I'll text you because I have so many. Because, like, that was one thing that I always did, like, going to, like, blockbuster Hollywood video. I'm, like, just oh, look man. at everything, knowing I'm not going to watch it. I'm just like, What's this one? Dude, the one movie that like just is burning my skull is Ghost Ship, which is the poster oh, with the sh- yes. ghost ship. No. Great poster. That one just is like. Which one was the one? Do you remember the cover? It was like it, it had to do with like elections or something or like some sort of like government oh, wow. thing. And it was a guy okay. whose mouth. Oh, and then, oh, yes. And then, like, uh, and then like the gangster yes, yes. version of him is like coming out of the mouth. What is Oh my that? god. Oh my god, Andy. Yes. Please add that in there because that caught my eye every single time and I've still I'm like, never seen it. I watch listed it, but I'm also going through like 900 movies, so I'm not going to find it, but yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, Andy. Like that always caught my eye. It's ba- I think it's like a like a presidential candidate who's trying to um Is it a Warren Beatty movie? Warren Beatty. That's yeah, it, Angelo. It? <laughs> it's, it's starting to ring a bell. Angelo, you crushed it because that movie is called Bullworth. Oh, that's it. Angelo with alley oop, adding it. Sweet. Because yeah, I've okay, seen that well. cover before. I've never seen the movie. Yeah, you're just like, what is this? Yes. <laughs> is it like an Inside Out movie? <laughs> it's pretty much saying that it's an inside job. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, sometimes you have to look at the posters. Yeah, to... yeah. Most people don't look at the posters, but I do. To get, to get a little yeah. insight. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, what yeah. are you guys going to do now? Very cool. I was here the whole episode. I swear to God. I was just very quiet. I was here. I saw you. <laughs> Caleb, I think your mic was just muted the entire yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well... Everybody go, go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie.